0: welcome to a muzzle chat hope everyone's having a fantastic tuesday so i got a really cool gentleman dan uh to guest on today oh there we go right out the gate i'm getting phone calls little interruption we're good we're good we're gonna roll with it dan so dan happened to be at the Capitol. On January 6th of 2020 and man does he have a, a story to tell and I'm really excited to dive into it every time I've had the opportunity in person to talk to Dan or over the phone you just he just seems very insightful knowledgeable patriotic and I'm just really excited to get to know you a bit more Dan so without further ado how you doing today brother?
1: Good, James. Thank you very much for having me on. It's, uh, it's a pleasure for me.
0: Cool. Now, we met at American Fest, AmFest, right here in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, where, where are you now? Where are you located? So, um,
1: yeah. So, I moved from Los Angeles to Austin, Texas, like, uh, a little over two years ago. So, okay. So, um, it took me, like, uh, I drove up from Austin to Phoenix, and it took me, like, 10 hours just to get out of uh, Texas, just to let you know how big Texas is.
0: Wow. Like, Texas is huge. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Now, yeah. man, yeah, that, that AmFest, like, that that was a pretty cool gathering. I quite enjoyed it. Um it just b- breathed like a lot of just hope for this <clears throat> country and for people actually seeking understanding. And, uh, I, I just, I don't know what, tell me a bit about your experience there. Did you, how, how did it, no, fa- it how was did- absolutely amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like,
1: being like an older guy, like I'm forty-two now. So like, um, when you stop by American Patriot, Relief's the booth. Right. So I got a chance to speak to like young college kids, right? Like guys that are guys and gals that are going into college or either late high school or already in college. And I told them this, I was like, dude, I, I I wish I were here. Right. What do I mean by that? It's just like, I wish I had some sense of like, um, politics at that age. Like, I wasn't right. very political. I was just was going to say uh, this the other day on the phone. It's like, I've, I've never been very political. I didn't even know who Joe Biden was until 2018. Wow. Um, because I thought politics weren't in, like, that's not for me. You know what I mean? That's kind of their their right. their deal, not mine.
0: Well, it's crazy kind of with, yeah, yeah. I can understand where you're coming from there, where it just didn't seem that important. And we just kind of were ignorant and blindly and trusting that, oh, we live in the greatest country and that our constitutional rights would never be infringed upon. But boy, as you live and you experience life and you actually use your ears and you see what's happening around you, it starts sounding the alarm internally to where it's like, man, I can't afford to be ignorant any longer. And it's crucial in this information age that we source not just source information but we we do our due diligence on all fronts because i feel you there like politics has always been just painful ugly boring and it's always felt greater like like what what difference are we going to make kind of kind of thing but right. but we can't afford to have that type of mentality any longer and we need to unite we all must find our voice and do our part now yeah as we were just kind of chatting before kicking things off here today you mentioned a little breaking news here about ray epps and yeah right right, right. i mean a lot of people uh, that really aren't in the know because that's that's mm-hmm. the thing i find so valuable about having just a uh, a real real person you on that experienced it live just to hear your experience like like what you dealt with because the war machine as i i call it mainstream yeah. media has has propagandized that day they've Not they've sure. they've pushed one narrative at nauseum. And there's been a lot of nefarious things going on where they're painting this picture and as more and more of the recordings... What over forty thousand hours or something that they've withheld? Well, that's
1: kind of an arbitrary number, yeah. But I mean, that's kind of even been an arbitrary number because, like, when it first happened, it was fourteen thousand hours. Then it's wow. like twenty-four thousand. You know, now it's up to forty-four thousand hours, and they're using every piece of video evidence from outside the Capitol, like in right. you know videos, like in uh, you know broom closets, whatever they can to like kind of bolster that number. Yeah. If you get down to like what was important, you know yes. that that time frame between like what was it, like uh, noon and. Five that day right. with the meat and potatoes of it you're really looking about probably 14 000 hours
0: wow and and it's been obviously been very selective with that war yeah. machine as to what they're putting out there to push this narrative of an insurrection and i want to in, in interject just for a second like all of that at this point for folks that haven't done their due diligence and looked at the other things other than what the news has been pushing because it's crazy, like, the 10-second post they do, if you watch the additional 10 more seconds, it's completely uh, going against the narrative they're pushing because or before because you see... Uh, the level of instigation on the crowd from the police standpoint, or, you know, there's all sorts of nefarious things, but I would like people to, since it's being pushed so heavily there, if in fact you looked at what was happening at our border under yeah. Joe Biden in this puppet establishment and really scratch your head that to me by the very definition of insurrection is more so factually fulfilling a real insurrection than what they're trying to propagandize regarding Jan 6. You know?
1: Exactly. And that's that's a very interesting point because like the U.S. statute code for insurrection is eighteen twenty two thirty two, right? So it means it's very specific. It says either insurrection or rebellion. Mm. Right. So not one of the 1200 defendants nor Trump have been charged with nor convicted of that 1822 third, which is the insurrection or, or rebellion. Right. And like, it's just like, that's like accusing me of being a rapist or a murderer if you're accusing me of jaywalking. And what do I mean by that? It's wow. just like we're always until proven guilty, right? So they're literally what I'm going to prison for is parading. So that's like a jaywalking ticket. It's a glorified jaywalking ticket and they're trying to put me in a federal prison for jaywalking essentially.
0: That's insanity. And they keep trying yeah. to prop up a democracy, democracy, yeah. and it's just like even by their definitions of democracy, it's dead. It's dead because you are guilty, prove your innocence, right? And right. it's it's insanity.
1: And that's what Joseph Stalin said. He said, bring me a man and I'll find the crime. Right. Right. And Joe Biden was even, he, he quoted Stalin. I don't know if he knew this or not. Because I don't think Joe Biden's a very smart individual, no. but he said, it's not who counts the, it's not who votes, but who counts the votes. Right. Right. So we're, when they say our democracy, when they, they're, when they say their democracy, they're talking about their democracy. We're not including their democracy. It's a proletariat their, uh, democracy and they're not the, the, the serfs like we talked about the other day, like the Russian serfs, like we're not included in their democracy. What they're doing is they're setting up a totalitarian, totalitarian yes. state. Yep. That way we have the democracy. But you can see that that's not true, even from the verdicts here in Colorado and Maine. Maine right. this year. Or last year, late last year this year.
0: It's so, it's so crazy how effective with the uh, talking heads and, you know... Uh, don't even get me started but but how organized and how effective it's been to where people have just kind of oh drank it up and lost their own discernment and um yeah just really haven't connected connected the dots and looked into uh more more sources of the information i had another point there but bear with me i'm still i'm still coming out of the lull of this freaking lime and it and it was really fun as we talked the other day as to all these different angles and, and, and as to like all of her battles being similar yet different circumstances and, and situations. So regarding Ray Epps, what, like from the information I've looked into, undoubtedly fed, you know, uh, and yeah. So, so tell us what, what you just found out there and it would be cool to get some of those sources.
1: Yeah, so just breaking um, with the uh, Associated the Associated Press and different uh, other other news organizations, Ray Epps uh, has only been sentenced to twelve months probation and a five hundred dollar restitution fine. So, Insane. considering that he said on January fifth, Big Salmon, and who's a uh, I guess is a podcaster, um, he he caught him the day before, literally saying like. We need to go into the Capitol. Ray Epps is saying this the day before, the night before, right? And then he's directing people into the Capitol. That day on the west side of the building, he's literally like touching this the banner that's being forced over to the, the police, right? So kind of to give context to that, like Joe Biggs, right? He leaned on the fence and he got a terrorist enhancement charge, bro. Like, they literally charged him with a terrorist enhancement charge because he he leaned on a fence, right? Wow. So, to to kind of get some context of, like, what a joke this is, right? Right. So, I walked through an open door, an unlocked door. I was inside for 28 minutes, right? All I did was take a selfie, and that's how I got caught, right? So, I'm literally going to prison for 45 days. I have three years of probation. I do not have any criminal history, right? Like, I'm a good dude. They're literally coming
0: down on me because I'm not a fan. Wow. There's so many stories, Dan, that I would love to connect to this very topic. It's hard for me to retain with all the information and all the different topics. But I remember, you know, Stu Peters (laughs) would even have some incarcerated uh, without due process that have been there in the gulag since 20 well it's almost been three years for some of these individuals and i believe some of them didn't even step foot in the Capitol yet But so, so in comparison to ray epps it's just like what this doesn't even make sense
1: but think about how they got us like contextually right what you said right there like we didn't even step foot into the capitol Right. they can burn down cities they can like right you know loot auto zones do whatever they want but they're they have us in such a spot right where we're saying oh well they didn't even step into the building like wait a minute wait a minute like think about the, the, the if you i kind of used
0: that- one of their talking points right but yeah. but you're 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 right you're bringing up a very good point because i mean it is owned <laughs> by we the people it's essentially our house you know yeah. uh
1: it's a mild defense, though, too. You know what I mean? They can burn down the Auto zones in Minneapolis. They can right. cause, what, $2 billion worth of Billions. damage in the summer?
0: Right.
1: And I walk through a door and suddenly I'm a domestic terrorist, or right. any of the other schools are like domestic terrorists. And this is something I shared with you yesterday. Right. Uh, I sent you the Antifa.com, right? Where if you go to antifa.com, it automatically re- redirects to whitehouse.gov. Right? Whitehouse.gov. And we all know this in the patriotic community, right? Right. But yet none of us talk about it. We all know this, right? It was changed. If you look on the Who Is, it was changed from 12121, the day that Biden was installed. Hmm. Yet no, like, we don't have, like, the freedom of the press anymore. Because if I'm sitting there in front of, like, whatever the press secretary's name is, like, Karen Jump here or whatever her name is, right? And I were to ask her about, like, you know, why does antifa.com redirect House.gov. you know, like why has nobody in the press court over three years? And why has nobody said that? Right. We all know it, but yet no one said it. Wow. Do you see what I'm saying? They're yeah. counting on us. Like if you, we talked about this yesterday, it looks like Saul all the 12 rules for radicals. Right. We're like, they're holding us to our own standards. Right. You and I have standards. You and I are moral human beings. We're not perfect. We're not pretending to be perfect. Right. right? But like they're holding us to our standards. They have no standards, and that's exactly why they do it. Yep. So, like, why has nobody in three years said, Joe Biden, why does Antifa.com go redirect WhiteHouse.com? That is not an accident. They are rubbing our noses on it.
0: Right. Well, that's what tyrannical rulers and hierarchies essentially can get away with unless we the people, in fact, stand up and not allow it right it's no secret that there's been a full infiltration that's happened and yeah we would be derelict in our duties if we didn't um abolish and kind of rebuild things brick by brick to ensure things operate as they were designed um wow but, so you but get, that
1: was one of the great things Oh so go ahead oh no no, no go,
0: go for it one of the great things no,
1: like, just think, that was the incredible that was one of the most encouraging things i got out of amson was that like right. there's still people that care about america like you and me and like all these other people that were there right? right i went to washington dc on january 6th 2021 because i thought i was the only person that still ca- cared about america you know what i mean most of my friends were like dude trump lost we all know that's not true
0: i said uh, 2020 so like, didn't i Yeah,
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, 2020.
0: Sorry about that. Uh, 2021.
1: I'm human. We all are, right? Um, The thing that is, dude, is like, I thought I was the only one that still cared about America. But when I got there, like, there was like a million other people that still cared about America. And this is the one thing that the left will never understand. It's not about Trump. We don't idolize Trump, right? It's about you, me, her, you know, whoever, standing up together. We are the sovereign. Right? right we have to rule ourselves you know you, you you don't get to tell us whether we had a gas build or not we tell you how to vote if you don't vote the way we like then we prime you and we get you out
0: yeah see you know what i'm saying i like that we have to
1: take back that mentality
0: yes yeah i i even try to refrain now from left right kind of talk red blue d- democrat mm-hmm. republican because so much of that has been weaponized and polarized to an extent we can no longer do this and have a conversation, mm-hmm. and I believe that right. all to be intentional and by design. And there's it's infiltrated all around, regardless. So it's kind of yeah, to the to your point, just using our our own brains to really ask questions and do the deep dives. We can't you can't just take one source and and otherwise you're gonna there's gonna be a level of manipulation that is effective to your own think yeah um but that's,
1: that's a great point like it's not it's well when i say like left right right so you bring up a great point and thanks for clarifying it's the uniparty you know there there is the establishment i was talking yes. to a woman uh lisa the other day from uh, the uh i don't want to say where she was from but she was from another media outlet right and she said stop calling them elites Right, these are not elite people, Mm. these are very demonic, very evil people that think they can lord over us. Right, it's time that you, I, her, everyone take our power back. We are the sovereign, and we cannot let them forget that.
0: Wow, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I've resorted to in the most simplistic terms. Where guys, you look back in history, like there's always been kind of just these hierarchies throughout history, and just because of. the birth of america became the greatest threat to these rulers essentially historically yeah. speaking so it's been just just kind of chip chip chipping away at this country since its conception and sadly it's now gotten to a point where we've been infiltrated enough to to where they're projecting essentially everything that they're, they they themselves are doing and fulfilling by the very definition on on us like that they're threatening the people and the citizens of this country as terrorists, terrorists and it's just insanity and we're just I, I I don't understand how we're just sitting back and tolerating it so because it, they want to keep this two tiered system where the they stay yeah. in the ruled ruler position and we stayed the ruled. And it's just time we stand strong and not allow that and ensure it it gets back to by we by the people, for the people of the people. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly.
1: But that's what I'm saying is like but it's great that we have this ability, like think about the instant communications and we were talking about this yesterday right? And you and I live in different states, right? We met up at AM Fest, but think about the ability that we have to sit here and, and communicate, not only with each other, but with the, the audience that you have, right? Right. So, my ability to, like, connect with the people, right? I've met people from Baltimore. I've met people from Montana. I met people from New York, right. you know, all these different places, Arizona, right? But here's the thing it is is, like, We have to, like, united we stand, divided we fall. Bro, like, I don't care if you have a difference of opinion. God bless you, right? Right. But I will respect your rights. My civil liberties end where your rights begin. You know what I mean? And that's something that the Bill of Rights was written for the government. It's not written for we, the people, right? Mm -hmm. That's where your powers end and my liberties begin. So, like, we need to check them on that. And we cannot concede at any point, at any point. And we talk about due process a lot, right? So due yep. process is so important in the fifth amendment, right? That's where it's originally mentioned, that's for the federal government. And then for the 14th amendment, which was after the civil war in that where where we go down to the States, right? It's the only thing that's mentioned twice. Freedom of press, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, redress, freedom of disassemble. That's not mentioned twice, only due process. Why is that? Because we believe in justice, right? <laughs> Like our entire federal or our entire legal system is based on justice. Like, let's find the facts. Let's get to the truth. Right. And that's why they're so afraid of us, because you and I both seek the truth and we know that they're lying. And if you think about like just from a logical perspective, right, if they call us truthers, what does that make them? Liars.
0: Right. Wow. Now, have there been many platforms you've been able to share your story up to this point or a lot of places are pretty much giving you the middle finger?
1: Yeah, it's funny because like I, I found like even in like the Jason, well, like I've been fighting this quietly for like over two years, kind of behind the scenes legally. I yet to really say anything publicly, not because I'm afraid, but because like, I didn't think that my story all had, like had that much importance. Right. So the only reason why I started speaking out is, and I told you this the other day is that like I needed to ride to prison. So I reached out to a, a group called American Patriot Relief that's based out of Texas. Right. right. So they focus specifically on January 6th defendants and like how to help January 6th defendants because we've been shackled. Right. Um, But since I started speaking out really in August of last year, like I've found that there's a lot of gatekeepers. There's not a lot of free thinking people like yourself that are even willing to have me on to say anything because like my, my January 6th story, like the day of the events was was super milquetoast. The only thing that's important about my story is the legal aspect because I caught him. I caught my former private defense attorney, working with the DOJ, the prosecutor, the judge, to deny me exculpatory evidence. There is wow. no dispute as to what happened.
0: Man, that's dangerous. Yeah. The the system, our legal system, unfortunately, is part of that infiltrated and uh, not, not operating as designed. And it would be nice to get back to liberty and justice for all, 100%.
1: Oh, for sure. But th- th- this is what's important. Like you having me on your platform and thank you for having me on James. Like I appreciate it because yeah. like I said, like my story as a whole isn't all that interesting. It's only the legal aspect because like I said, maybe my case, the fact that I caught them, I'm using their own evidence against them, right? right. I'm using their own CCTV video evidence from multiple angles. Some person at some point, leak that video to the internet, which I found by the grace of God, right? Right. From using their own evidence, their own words and their own paper trail against them and they're te- they're still telling me to go to hell.
0: Wow. No. Well let's definitely dive into the legal aspect and what you've dealt with and the lack of due process. But before that that let's <laughs> man, I, I'd like to know a bit just about that day, kind of your experience, mm-hmm. what it looked like, what it felt like um, yeah. what, what even took, like, what motivated you to go there? Uh, I imagine it had to do with all the nefarious, like, my gosh, it became so telling so quickly, all the fraudulent things that took place in our 2020 election. So right. you just wanted to, and, and you had every right to go peacefully protest and let your voice be heard and, and try to get what, what do they say? Your grievances addressed, right? Yeah. Exactly. You
1: know, it's funny, even even from that standpoint, like I said, my my January sixth story as a whole is very meltosed, right? So my decision to go to to go to Washington, DC in twenty twenty one was made on one twenty seventeen, right? I was sitting with my buddy's girlfriend in Long Beach, California, and she looked at me, we we're watching Trump's inauguration, she said, Dude, you love Trump. Why aren't you in DC right now? Mm. So at that point in my mm. mind, four years before any of this has happened, it was like, I do love Trump. I do love America. So at that point in my mind, before Russia, 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 before impeachment helps one, impeachment impeachment helps two, any of that, right? right? I knew that I was going to see in twenty twenty one. So you know, the era, the, era the irregularities or you know, the corruption damned, like I knew four years ahead of time I was going because not only do I support President Trump, but I support America.
0: Right. and Yeah, kind of more so. Yeah. In a way, what he was exposing and standing against, like it's easy to hate, especially when a whole media out, all the media outlets and social media platforms. I mean, it's easy to hate a, a freaking billionaire. I mean, natural, the natural man is going to have jealousy. The majority of folk won't even Admit that within themselves, right? And there's a level of arrogance and like certain certain characteristics, obviously. But as that to me, that ended up being one of the admirable traits because he never changed. And to me, that just shows, oh, he is who he is. He, you know, he's not purchasable. And and you know, so there was a lot of like indicators there. But all that aside, essentially, what he was exposing and doing, like people, people aren't even. They just got those talking points and loved to hate him so much. They never actually right. looked into h- how blessed we we were and how thriving we became for that bleep in time. I mean, right. I see it as he was so effectively like sh- turning things around. They had to unleash a pandemic, you know, distract right. us all with oh shoot, like this is gonna we're we're losing control here. Right from from these rulers' standpoint. Um, all right, so you get excited, you get out there, um, you want to support this movement, um, you know, just patri- patriotic. What What yeah. did it feel like? I mean, oh, that's like amazing, brother. It saying. probably it was just, like, like American I, Fest, right? Yeah, it kind of yeah. had that like, feeling. It, yeah,
1: but like, dude, I'm negative to the death of me, dude. Like. What do I mean by that? It's like, I, there are so many people like myself, not that I'm a hero or anything like that, but they have come before me, right? right? That love America, dude. Like I love America. Why? Because it's given me, you, and everybody else that's here the ability for freedom. Right. We have no idea what tyrannical governments actually look like, right? So, like when I say maggots are the death of me dude, like I want our country to be great right? because we are that shining beacon on the hill that you know that Reagan talked about in the '80s. You know what right. I mean? We're the last bastion of freedom in, in the entire world. We mm. don't want to be like Russia. We don't want to be like China. Nothing against those people that are there but they live under totality and regimes right like, and right now i would argue for past 30 plus years we've been kind of living under that totality totalitarian regime as well but like yeah. dude it's so good to be free brother you know yeah. what i mean
0: yeah it oh fortunately some some people just don't grasp it enough that realize it's worth dying for you know 100 percent right.
1: And that's what, like literally I just sent I sent an email. So let's talk about Ray X real quick. Right. Okay. So I looked, that news broke like an hour ago, right? That he's only getting 12 months in probation, right? So as you know, I sent you those videos, right? So the Capitol police induced my entry along with a lot of other people's entry into the Capitol on that day, right? There is no disputing that evidence, right? Even the prosecution acknowledges that they unlocked the doors that they they induced the crowd's
0: entry, right? I'm going to cue that up. You keep chatting because it'd actually be cool. I mean, this might, it's going to be, it's not going to be the easiest for folks to see. However, Mm -hmm. it may influence some folks to um, check out the links and actually watch it uh, clearly for themselves. But I'm at that 930 mark right here yeah so let's let's talk about that yeah so um i believe the guy's
1: name i I don't want to say
0: his name because i
1: don't know if he was like a plant i don't know if he was a fed i don't know what he was but he was already had access to the building right if the federal government did not want us in if yogan and uh, pentman who was the capital of the u.s police that day did not want people trespassing on that ground no one would have gotten the building right you think anyone's breaking into the pentagon or the white house or wherever
0: well, we see, no. we saw, I mean, the I think the most popular footage that the majority of people or the most people have seen is probably the QAnon shaman that was, yeah. you know, what all his, all his uh, charges got dropped due to the release where he just had a, basically a private escort, you know, they were, police escorting and allowing like it just, it, it a hundred percent wasn't what they made it up to be there were a lot of provocateurs and then i've even heard one gentleman or an official uh state there was over 200 identified agents within the crowd wearing and then charlie said the other day i don't know if he misspoke over 2000 within the crowd dressed up uh as trump supporters instigating breaking things like it it's they've been identified and like it's It's been proven, but then you, you just use your own common sense and you see how they push the grandma down the stairs and how they're throwing those like cluster bombs and smoke bombs within the crowd when they're just standing there having a good time.
1: I think that was Clay Higgins. I think that was him on Tucker Carlson where he talked about uh, the 200 like provocateurs that they know about, right? Right. So I haven't heard Charlie speak of the 2000, but that wouldn't surprise me. Like I said, like a lot of the people that were already inside the building and a lot of the people that were destroying things and like, okay. you know, trying to get violent with cops, like they were obviously agent provocateurs.
0: Well, it's real interesting as I played this segment. So this is the 45 minute one. Um, yep at nine minutes and 30 seconds in and if i click it i know it's not going to be the clearest for you listeners but this gentleman comes in tries opening the doors there's a lot of uh um just people those are the corners so those
1: are on the east side right so one of the arguments that occurred from the government and from the prosecution is that they were emergency doors like dude right. if you look at the if you look at the time that lapsed from when he first hit the door to when it actually opened. Yeah. Like those are not emergency doors. Those are magnetically sealed. Right. No one is getting into that building unless they literally wanted it to happen.
0: And it's interesting. He went up, it didn't open steps back. Now he actually starts looking at this like camera and he's pointing at the door saying something. And he's gaining agreement from the Capitol police. And boom, like it, it's open. Like he didn't, kick that door open you couldn't kick that door open yeah.
1: you couldn't yeah you it would take a bazooka or something like that to open that door right those are magnetic sealed. those are like i don't know some like ungodly amount of weight so if you forward to what why is that why is that important right there if you see there's a sergeant in arms that runs up at yes. that point he's a yes. gentleman in the jacket right but he has some kind of agreement with the people that were already inside they have a conversation and he retreats back into the building
0: what right. the hell did he say yeah so he like ran up and then the guy that actually opened it had a conversation and then this is him just walking back off like you you guys right. watch this for yourselves and it's just for lack of better words i i just get left scratching my head but um right. it just doesn't make much sense now is there is there anything with this footage, you want to walk through it all or points you want to make? Yeah. So
1: it, it, yeah if you go up, if you go up to 1215 on the video, right. You'll see my entry into the, into the Capitol. Yep. Oh, okay.
0: 1215 here. 1215. We'll, yeah. we'll start it right. That's 1213.
1: Okay. Yep. So I'm coming in. I'm the, the guy in the middle of the screen with the great North face jacket. There's a man in front of me. There's a cop in front of him. And then a man with a flag. I'm in the center of the screen. Oh,
0: down here. Or up here? Uh, I should be center screen.
1: Yeah, uh, coming through the doors at right, 12.15. So. uh
0: 12.21. Let me go back here. Sorry. Oh, no. I want to no identify you. That'd be cool. All right, 12. 13.
1: 14. Okay, so that's the guy with the flag. I kind of stumble through the door. And then I go off to the left. so i'm only on screen from like 12 15 to 12 but oh, why wow. is that important so let's let's talk about why that's oh, right important, here right? Yep, i'm the dude that just like kind of walked this the walk- side, right Didn't yeah. yeah like i'm not trying to start a fight dude like if i wanted to i would have you know what i mean
0: well looking at the pressure i mean if you kind of made your way to the front at the point that's open like you're almost left with no choice <laughs>
1: Exactly. And we'll get into that here in a second. That's you know, the defense of necessity. Right? right. So anyway, let's, let's talk about like why this is important. Right. So that's from the capital camera CCTV point of view, right? That's facing the Capitol doors. That's their video, not mine. Someone leaked that over two years or probably about two years ago or so. And I found a version of that online. Right. So in the statement of offense, the prosecution says, Oh, I entered through the Columbus doors at two twenty seven PM. Right but they never provided that in discovery. Now, why oh, is that? Wow. Because you saw how damning that video is, right? But they have an obligation, an affirmative duty. I'm using legal terms right now, right? An affirmative duty. There is not an option whether they get to disclose this or not, right? Like the Brady versus Maryland, which we can talk about here in a minute, it says that there. Yeah. <laughs> Like essentially, they have to turn over all exculpatory evidence, right, which goes towards the, the uh, innocence of the defendant or whether the sentencing, right? Mm-hmm. They have to determine, They have to turn over that, and it has to be both material and favorable to the defendant. It doesn't matter if the prosecutor knows about it. It doesn't matter if they don't. It doesn't matter if they, if they act in good faith or bad faith. Mm-hmm. They have to, right? They have to do right. their due diligence. Because I am innocent until proven guilty, right? right? So if we look at that video right there, that's the defense known as necessity. As you pointed out, as soon as that door opened, the crowd surged, and I had no chance but to go, no choice but to go forward.
0: Right. Wow. Yeah, and the I, DC
1: bar, the DC bar actually confirmed that I had the defense of necessity, that I entered the door due to necessity.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because yeah, you sent me the link. There's there's that angle, and then there's also that one with the okay. other angle, and it shows. So, yeah, that's two forty
1: seven captain angle. Yeah, but it shows the same thing, and it, it confirms the first video, right? Mm-hmm. But here's the interesting part, right? So I'm a, obviously not a lawyer, right? But I have common sense. What do I mean by that? So like on two thirteen twenty two, 22, I was watching the Super Bowl. I found a version of that video online and I sent that to my attorney. He's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, what do you mean it doesn't matter? And I literally said, I have the screenshots of this. He said, I said, if it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. But I think the whole thing is on. How can that not matter if they induce the crowd's entry? right? Right. But my attorney, my private attorney at that, he knew that they had an obligation to turn over that evidence at no point, at no point, at no point did he ever mention that to me. He never talked about Brady. He never talked about the defense of necessity. He has a duty to me as a fiduciary wow. and as, a, as an agent of me being the principal, right? He has a duty to protect me. At no point did he ever do that.
0: Wow. Man, there's so much shenanigans. Gosh, it's, amazing. It's, it's such an, an uphill battle. battle. Right. Just a oh, but Ray F gets off of 12 months, you know,
1: for you know, saying we're gonna go into the Capitol and that he orchestrated it, right? And all these other things, and like I said, like Joe Biggs, like all those guys, I don't know them personally, right. I just know of their stories because they're more like prominent stories. The dude touched the fence and he got 17 years. What are you talking about?
0: Yeah, I mean, will it even. I can't remember the specific words, but there was a correspondence later that day from Ray Epp's <laughs> what was it to a family member basically yeah, bragging that that he caused this. He orchestrated he it. Orchestrated. it message, he yeah. orchestrated it, just just bragging. Like what? But that's what they're hitting people with the seditious conspiracy
1: charge for, right? So I went, I went to D.C. that day by myself, right? I didn't meet anybody there. I didn't change phone numbers. I just went by myself. Mm-hmm. Had you and I been there, and I sent you a text message, they would hit us with seditious conspiracy. That's how, that's how, that's how loose they're doing this. They're prosecuting people unless you're a federal agent, which I'm assuming fed, Ray Epps is a federal agent at this point,
0: right? Yeah, it's the only thing that But they're hurting
1: people's seditious conspiracy. Think about that. That's why Enrique Antario, who wasn't even there that day. I think he was in Baltimore, uh, is in prison for twenty two years, dude. Right. Twenty two years.
0: Oh my gosh. Wow. Well man, so legally now, like like what all has mm-hmm. like what well, what what all has taken place? Like how did they reach out to you? Um yeah, what all's taking place? Like? Okay.
1: So, yeah, so like I was originally in contact. So, that day, how I got caught, right? So, I didn't do social media. I just signed up for Twitter and Fanda last year, right? <clears throat> I didn't boast about it. Like, I took a selfie when I was inside, right? I sent that to my old boss, and he forwarded that picture of me <clears throat> to five people. And one of those guys had an accident, to to he didn't get the promotion because of me a few years earlier, and he decided to flip me to the FBI. So, that's how I got caught. Right. Um, And so when I received a a call from the FBI, you have to understand, like everyone knows this is January 6th, right? As soon as I entered the building, I was inside. And when the police gave us the opportunity to leave, I left having no idea what was going on the West side of the building, right? I had no idea. So as soon as I left, I left and when I got back to my hotel room, that's when I realized something more nefarious and something larger was at play, right? Right. So, I didn't know that it was going to be a January 6th. I thought, I don't know what I thought to be honest with you,
2: Hmm.
1: but I just know that like, it wasn't this grand conspiracy, at least on my part to, to overthrow or insurrect the government, which is so stupid. (laughs) It's so stupid. It really is. So in February of 2021, I am contacted by the FBI. They call me and I said, Hey, I'm smart enough to know, like, the FBI calling. I said, "Let me let me get a lawyer and I'll call you back." Right. So at the time I was living in Los Angeles, I find a lawyer who's not trying to charge me i am in a leg. He said, "Give me a thousand dollars and I'll have a conversation with them." Right. So at that time, I give him a thousand dollars. He has a conversation with them. At that time, February 2021, they didn't press any charges because they didn't have probable cause. Right. right. So this is the thing of it is, is, like you and I need to know what our rights are. Mm-hmm. They need to have probable cause before they can just come arrest you. And the fact that like, they can't just come sweep you up, like the feds can't come and like pick you up for misdemeanors. It has to be like a felony offense charge, right? Mm. Everyone needs to get in and like contact with their local sheriff's department because the sheriff has authority in their own county, right? The feds can't just come in and swoop people up, right? Another thing I've learned throughout this process. So um, the first time I got swatted, I was swatted twice. Wow. Wow. Um, I used I used to live in Los Angeles and I used to live in New York and I used to go between the two quite often. Mm. So I'm at LAX and it was like February twenty first, twenty twenty one. And I get swatted at the airport with like ten guys with M4s, a bomb sniffing dog. I'm like, what the hell is I obviously knew what it was about. Wow. But I was like, dude, don't you think this is excessive force? And they literally made me look like a (laughs) seal. Look like a fool. They had not charged me with anything at that point.
0: Like a legit terrorist. Oh my right? gosh.
1: So like a, a month later, I'm flying out of Denver International Airport. It's an early morning flight. And the TSA people, they're going through all my stuff. I have four guys screaming, like literally this close to my face at four o'clock in the morning. And I'm a white supremacist. Like, dude, I'm the only white guy I know. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So wow. I get to my gate, which is like a little bit further. It's like three terminals away. And there's ten more agents with automatic weapons, no bomb-sniffing dog on time. You must have the day off. Um, wow! But they're they're there just to intimidate me. They froze my credit at the time I was on E. D. S. for California because of the pandemic, right? They shut down New York. They shut down L. <clears throat> a. So I'm a comedian. I have a uh, you know i in New York. So because De Blasio shut down the city in March of 2020, right? My residency. Kind of went away. Anyway, long story short, they kicked me off of my pandemic insurance, right? They completely have financially, like, financially crippled me. They put me on the domestic terrorist list. They put me on a list where I can't send parcels to myself. I thought that was probably the most interesting, right? Yeah. Though know, there are times that like when they have to ship something, like if I'm in New York and I need to ship something, like it's usually a screenplay or something like I'm trying to push, right? Um, or sell. And, like I go to the UPS store, which I use all the time, and they're like, yeah, we you're you're on the list. I'm like, what are you talking about? So they they put me on a list for, like, where I can't send parsons to myself. I can't ship it to myself. So instead of lugging it with me from wherever to wherever, mm-hmm. I would usually just ship it to myself. It made it so much easier. Um. So from January or from February of 2021 to when I was officially charged, which was October 2021, I had to drive. So I was driving back and forth from uh, L.A. to Denver, L.A. to AHA. LA to Austin, New York, everywhere in between, dude. So it was like, they made my life a living hell. And like, I've had it easy, you know. <clears throat> they have uh, done everything. They they checked my phone. They've done everything. It was followed by FBI agents. And this is where I sound like kind of Mel Gibson, like conspiracy theory, you know what I mean?
0: Wow. But it's real. Yeah. Well, that's so important that every one of us, because they're trying to demonize anyone that stands up for this right here on the shirt freedom and then your rights your constitutional rights your god-given rights they're just trying yeah. to get everyone con- to conform to their new rule and right. you know perp walk everyone that's where it's no secret there's like grandmas and grandpas that made these lists even infants yeah. it's insanity yeah. um yeah. so for all the listeners to realize, like, we need to utilize this opportunity and support men like you and everyone that's facing this tyrannical hierarchy to ensure, like, cause, just because they're personally seemingly not being impacted in this very moment, like, you cannot, you cannot be ignorant to the fact, like, this can happen to all of us and will inevitably happen. Yeah, it will inevitably happen to all of us if we don't start standing up now. Um, And that's one
1: thing that that Trump released that meme, I think it was in December 2020, and it says, in reality, they're not coming, they're not coming for me, they're coming for me, I'm just in the way. And like... That's the thing they'll never understand about Trump. He's a billionaire. Yeah, he's a Playboy. He had all this stuff, right? But he identifies with people like you and me. Like the common American person, right? Right. Like you said, like you're a Carpenter, like, you know, I'm a I'm a regular person, right? You know, regular person, I'm not flying on jets or doing
0: anything really cool.
1: Uh you know what I mean? And we identify with him because he understands us. And that's the one thing that they'll never get. It's not about Trump, it's about America. I
0: mean, there's Yeah, you're right. And there's so many crazy things that happen this day and you can look at everyone like yours, individual story, um, the footage that's been released. I mean, the, from that day and then the days leading up and with Ray Epps and everything. I mean, then even, do you know much about this whole pipe bomb? <laughs> yeah, I've
1: heard of it, but the fact that they cannot find that person right, three years later.
0: that's been on video on, on a they weren't clearly on a phone and they geo hacked or in what do you call it? Geo.
1: They, they, uh, uh, fence, geo fence.
0: Yeah. Everyone Jan six, like, and they can't. So it's, there's, it's just clear. There's enough information out there and man, it just breaks my heart to hear what you've gone through. And so many that, were supporting everyone's freedoms like it would just be amazing to see everyone rally behind such patriots as such as yourself man this is crazy
1: well i I appreciate that like i don't consider myself a patriot right like i always talk about jeremy brown right jeremy brown he's the green beret he's from florida he ran for congress right but jeremy brown was approached by uh, the FBI in 2020, right? And he had the gall enough to record the FBI agents because he was trying, they were, the FBI agents were trying to get him to go on to spy on the American public. Wow. So right after January uh, January 6th happened in 2021, Jeremy Brown came out and he did this whole, like, he was speaking, he was out, he had the tape or the recordings, and he was playing that. Well, what happened to Jeremy Brown, dude? You know what? They came and they swatted them. They planted evidence on him. He's now rotting in jail or prison in Florida. He's a patriot, bro. Like he's the kind of guy, he was a green gray. He's, wow. he's, he's somebody that we need to like lift up. You know what I mean? I'm a guy that wants to go get a burrito. My story's very lame. But why is my story possibly important is because like I caught him from the legal aspect. The fifth amendment is very clear. It says I know no citizen can be denied life, liberty, or property without due process, and I caught him I caught them all. There is no dispute as to what happened
0: wow and and it's thanks to some of this footage here, right.
1: But that's what I'm saying. It takes you. It takes me. It takes all these people like the lady I spoke to on Sunday or Saturday. Right. right? Like free, why is freedom of the press so important? Right. But if we look at like decentralization, even like, you know, from a Bitcoin standpoint or like where we decentralize things, right. Right. Decentralized journalism is so important. Why? Because yes. what you're doing is important. What she's doing is important. Right. We cannot trust Fox news. We cannot trust MSN or, or CNN or whoever. Right. Right. Because what, what president Trump was talking about in 2015 about fake news. Mm-hmm. I think we're really starting to see the layer of or the, the degree in which he was talking about, we go back to like, uh, operation Mockingbird in the sixties and seventies. Right. Yeah. Where they have the CIA is literally has agents that are reporting the news, but it's all scripted. Mm-hmm. All of it. And and being a writer, like I'm a, I'm a screenwriter. like, I can understand when you see those videos of like, you know, on a child's birthday, you know, every hug is important, whatever. I'm sure everyone's seen that video where, but it's parodied from like CBS Chicago, Tennessee, you know, Tacoma, Washington, or wherever, right? They're all saying the same thing. And that's what I'm saying. That's why it's important what you're doing, what she's doing, what we're all doing. And this is what I'm saying it's like, it's going to take all of us standing together, shoulder to shoulder, to take back our country.
0: 100% no no individual can shoulder this burden and no one I feel is going to re- ride in on, on a white horse. But if we all, I mean, it starts with seeking knowledge and then sourcing and educating yourself. But it, the reality is like we, we can all take an additional step like what we're doing here today and sharing things like this, getting your story out there, just plugging this on people's, individual socials is taking that extra step and just by doing these extra steps is going to lead to that level of unity and calls to action so with that being said um what what are some of the specific calls to action that you would you would you know give these listeners you brought up what was it american patriot relief and they started a fund
1: So they are a a 501c4, right? So that means they're a nonprofit based in Texas, but they are politically, the the 501c4 as opposed to 501c3, a 501c4 is more focused on like political action, right? Right. So we are an organization, I'm volunteering for them, I'm their CMO, and I'm doing a lot of their like uh, regulatory compliance as well. Um, But what we do is we focus on January 6th defendants, because Dude, the only reason why I reached out to them is because I didn't have a ride to prison. Like my entire family has disowned me, right? Because of this. Well, because of this and probably some other stuff. But it's just like, uh, so I reached out to Terry Anderson, who who I had lunch with yesterday. He lives in Dallas. I live in Austin. And he said he would drive down three hours from Dallas to Austin to take me to prison, which was eight hours away. I can't drive myself to prison, dude. You know what I mean? So like, when he told me that, I was like, wherever you're going, dude, like whatever you're doing, I'm a part of it. So I've been working for them, volunteering, whatever you want to call it, for like four or five months now. But uh, if you go to okay. uh it's a, it's a website by J6ers, for J6ers. And as far as a call to action goes, like we have to realize that at some point they will come for us. They'll come for you, they'll come for me. You know, and like, if we don't stand together right now when it's easy, then imagine how hard it's going to be to do it when things get tough.
0: The list doesn't stop with January 6th. The list continues to, oh, every, all the opposition, everyone that voted for Trump, historically speaking, everyone that owns a firearm. (laughs) You know, and and just like some of the things you experienced, like the social media banning and shadow banning and uh, suppression of speech there. I mean, which is clear as day, it has just been the beginning too. where now assets such as bank accounts, PayPal's like uh, that has been happening more so in other countries, but it also has been happening here as well. And you've you've kind of dealt with that to an extent, it seems.
1: Yeah. so like I had a financial institution that I was working at. Like they've completely bankrupted me throughout this process. I'm not, on here begging for money, but I'm telling you, they have completely bankrupted me over the past couple of years. Right. I paid for my first attorney, uh, my public defender for my appeals. They wanted $40,000. I can't afford $40,000. This is a jaywalking ticket. You know what I mean? Like it's ridiculous. But the punishment is the, the process is the punishment. Right. But there's another January Fifth Bennett who I have a relationship with. I've spoken to her a few times and I don't think she would mind me saying this, but like she's actually going on the offense. Her name is Jenna Ryan and she's out of uh, Dallas. Right. But she's actually going on the offense right now. Why is that? Because like PayPal dropped her, you know what I mean? PayPal, she's a business owner. Right. And they literally went after her. They tried to de-platform her, whatever you want to call it. But she's like, dude, they're taking where? Right. One, one step at a time. Right. So like, today it was us or yesterday it was us if you don't if you don't stand up today it's going to be you tomorrow
0: Did, wow i can't i can't even imagine how much i mean there's already a lot of turmoil and like man the the how would you call it the swatting but yeah yeah, intense, the, dude. Like every,
1: yeah it's, it's insane like I'm, i don't have a criminal record i wasn't accused of like murdering anybody or, or anything like that but that's something too is like we need to go on the offense it's like joe biden sitting there saying oh these insurrectionists not one person i already said this but not one person in charge with us eighteen twenty two thirty two. Right. that's like me being accused of jaywalking but calling me a murderer or a rapist right we can't do that
0: no you know so have you gosh how so financially you you this has gotta be devastating as well. I I can only yeah. imagine the emotional and everything else, but uh have you kicked off a GoFundMe or any any type of financial support for your legal battles and what you're faced with?
1: Um, I did. Uh I did a give send go because GoFund means, you know, obviously NWL. Or, or what it, you know, questionable, they'll they'll seize your funds. We saw that with uh what happened with Trudeau and the truckers up in Canada. Right. What was that end of twenty twenty two or something like that? Right. Uh but yeah, I started to get and go, so people couldn't go there. But it's not just about me, dude. Like, there's right. so many other people. Like, you know, the reason why I was at AmFest that day, or those two days, was because, like, I was trying to get other people. I was trying to put a face with the Chase here, right? Right. So, like, all things being considered, I've had my credit, my credit frozen, swatted twice, been put on a domestic terrorist list, can't find work. But I've had it easy, dude, compared to other people right. that are still in the Google right now. Right. Like... So many people have lost their house and their entire livelihoods. That's where the American
0: Patriot relief, like all of those funds are going towards feeding the ones riding in the gulag and supporting their families because a a lot of these men were the breadwinners for their family and their children. And so their families suffering and facing bankruptcy and whatnot. So, and then also the legal insane burden. Well, we
1: don't well, we don't well, we don't focus on legal funds, right? Because if you look at my my situation specifically, like Who this is like I pay for my legal funds out of my pocket for sure, right? Um but that's just a black hole because the lawyers or whoever will just eat your fines. So what American Patriot Relief does is like the, exactly what you said, like so many of these people are the breadwinners. So many of their families have gone bankrupt. So many of their families cannot have like food on the table or having trouble like keeping the lights on, right? So that's where APR steps in. We help those families pay the bills. So everything that you donate, like if you were donate um, $50, that $50 would go to either someone's commissary or their, their light bill or whoever, and it's all needs based. So we have a great campaign. Uh, it's called $16 a month, right? So it's $16 a month, once a month, every month on the 6th. So it's very easy for people to give. You go to AmericanPatriotRelief.org. You, you can sign up to do that. $16 uh, a month, it's like 53 cents a day. It's very, very easy for people to give, and it makes a big impact.
0: Man. That's good information to have. We'll definitely be plugging a, a lot of this into the uh, show notes. So listeners, be sure to check that out. Um, yeah. Wow. I mean, it's, it's a lot, but it, you know, just one step at a time. Is there more sources that you're getting your story out there where people could, mm-hmm. if they want to look more into your specific or more mm-hmm. is a lot of that, that, uh, information on American Patriot Relief as well?
1: Um, no, because like I said, like, uh, I'm just doing, I'm kind of behind the scenes with them. So they're seeing me I'm doing a lot of the, the marketing for them. Um, I don't do a lot of social media. I have a Twitter account that I recently signed up for. It's at underscore 5150, spelled out F I T F Y uh, O N E F I T F Y 5150. Um, that has my gifts and go on there. Um, okay. But like I said, it's been hard, dude, because like I'm trying to sue my former private attorney for not disclosing Brady information, not not getting evidence. Okay, yeah. imagine this, dude. Like, you are charged with a crime, right? Your lawyer knows that there's evidence that can exonerate you and doesn't do anything to help you. Like, mm. he's in on it. They're all in on it. And mm. that's the thing of it is, is because they don't want... If the worm, if the worm turns, which it will eventually, they don't want to go against the system,
0: dude. Yeah, that's unacceptable. Uh, in, in any firms or individuals doing that, I mean, they're le- they're breaking so many laws. Uh, yeah. Right there, like they they shouldn't even have their license, you know, for to practice okay. law and whatnot. At that point. There's ridiculous. gotta, we gotta start holding people to the fire and getting accountability. Right. It's really hard in a tyrannical kind of state, and. They,
1: but that's the thing. It is, is like with, with people like yourself that are getting these stories out there and bringing us to the level of consciousness, because for a lot of people like myself, like January 6th is front and center of my mind every day. Why is that because I'm facing prison time? But for a lot of people that just saw it on TV and kind of dismissed it as maybe like being a conspiracy theory or this or that or the other, they're moving on. You know why? Because they have bills to pay. They have kids to pay, whatever. So like they don't understand the significance of the events of that day and the fact that is it it was a false flag set up by the government. Mm-hmm. So when the Democrats or when the government says that it was like 9-11 in Pearl Harbor, they had foreknowledge of the events just like mm-hmm. they did that day and when the truth comes out it's going to be told and they're going to be able to prove in a court of law that they knew about it
0: right wow this is just it, i mean we we only could show up and do our parts at this point like like it's really tough to articulate for individuals because i get how essentially weak we've all become in like we've kind of been molded into very selfish uh self-serving creatures you know in right. in this time and age and you know we focus it our on, on our own woes but it's this is bigger than you know just your situation and these others yeah. be suffering like what in fact is taking place will inevitably impact if we don't show up for each other and um, and and seek for that accountability so it's 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 a must we can't we can't just start focusing on you know and the most important thing i feel we could do is get your story out there so for those that come across this please share it and you know uh support us here too you know click click the uh subscribe and i my gosh i mean what What other, I I know we already kind of asked the calls to action, but I'm like, I just want to reiterate, how do we secure our freaking future? You know, there's a lot going on here. No,
1: here's, here's what I have to say, right? Is that like, it's going to take people, and I kind of already said this before, it's going to take people like you, people like me, people like her, him, whoever, right? We all have to do this together because like when they say we, the people, Right. Like we're the sovereigns, we have to remember that they don't get to tell us whether we have gas stoves or not, bro. Right? Like, it's we tell them how we want them to vote, and like you said, it's going to be accountability. Right. Like we can say, "Oh, let's get dark money or all this big money out of politics," but you know what's really going to happen if we get engaged at the local level and hold yeah. our local representatives feet to the fire? So we got to do the, the bottom up and then the top down, right? Hopefully, President Trump gets back into office, but we can't we can't count on that. So we need to take action. From a local level, get involved, go door knocking, you know, you know, register people to vote, whatever it is. But be an active member in our constitutional republic that uses a representative democracy to elect our public officials. We're not a democracy. A democracy is mob rule. Right. A constitutional republic is you know, a, a system of government where everybody has inalienable rights. You don't get it. My rights don't go out of the window because the DOJ, this is the largest uh, investigation by the DOJ. The DOJ wasn't even around until after the civil war. It doesn't matter. My rights, my rights Trump, my yeah. rights uh, supersede whatever the DOJ is. And we have to remember that. We need to be informed. And like I said, like, I have had this idea. of have spoken to other people about it. It's about like having like constitution parties. I know yeah. it sounds lame, but we live in an age where like guys like me and you will have like fantasy football teams. Like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, you know what's more important than fantasy football? Oh my god, our, our rights. What yeah. if we had like Zoom parties or whatever? Like, hey, let's let's do a Constitution party. and Like, let's let's learn about our rights.
0: Take I, our I don't country. understand what happened to go woke, go broke. You know, there was a lot of people yeah. boycotting the NFL, and then now I don't know for whatever reason, it's it's like we all dealt with a bit of amnesia and. Everyone's tuned in and ratings are off the charts yet again, and it's just like, what? guys. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: But like, so to individual accountability, and like, like mm-hmm. you said, like accountability. Let's hold our representatives and and people like you know boycott, boycott, whatever you want to call it. Like, we are the sovereign. We need to remember that. We need to like have conversations like this and have conversations with people that we don't agree with.
0: Hundred like, percent. You know, your right to speech is more important than my right to be offended. And that's a thing. If you really step back and look at, and you're just like, you know, and you want to start dipping your toe is like, when you step back only one side and it, it's kind of just being fueled by evil is essentially putting all these labels on things and it's my way or the highway or you're this or you're that, or you're, you know, they put all these labels and, and if you go against that, Kind of ideology on these platforms, and 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 it it exposes everything from the major platforms to the social medias, and then the other side, like me and you, are part of it. I mean, we're human, right? We're not perfect, and we've already admitted to that. But it's like our big ask here isn't. I'm not trying to instill my what what I my beliefs upon you in any way, shape, or form. The main ask here is please do your due diligence. Don't take my word for it and, you know, uh, figure it out for yourself. And I've, I've often even said that evil would never take that stance. Never until they are, unless if only they in fact become entirely in control of all the narrative, all the information like Nazi Germany and the book burnings and, and, and it's been happening in the statues. I mean, they're deleting history. They're demonizing it. And it's just it's toxic and it's it's just so damning. Um, well, there's
1: a, there's important there's a really like uh, I I've heard this on Alex Jones, right? Uh, where it says the propaganda wouldn't be necessary if they were winning. You know what I mean? Right. Like if he in power, like he doesn't need propaganda, right? like exactly what I said, like if they had full control, if they had what they really wanted, they wouldn't need the propaganda, right. but they're not, and we need to remember that. And we need to have these open communication channels and have conversations and have conversations with people who don't look like you or people that don't agree with you. That's the best thing we can do is because at the end of the day, your freedoms, my freedoms, where all of our freedoms are on the, are on the line. And we have to remember that. We have to support each other, whether we agree with them or not.
0: Right. Well, folks, let's all get excited to do our part. The reality of it is it just is the way it is. So, like, let's just do our part. Let's be excited. Uh, It's not a doom and gloom, um, but we can't allow things to deteriorate any further because the fact of the matter is it's a lot easier to fight for the freedoms you still have than, Mm -hmm. you know, get them back after they've been lost right um exactly well dan you are your stud and as we've talked on the phone like you're you're very knowledgeable you've done a lot of research on things like it is interesting i i know we could relate on a lot of things we like like we kind of started off with not not really uh being much into like politics and things like that but It's Uh, just kind of like connecting the dots. And once you kind of see this battle, good versus evil, really taking place and uh, this fifth generation warfare we didn't ask for right here at our doorsteps, you know, you start connecting these dots and then you're left with you're left with no choice. And that's where I just hope, you know, folks can be excited to do their part and look into we said
1: yesterday on the phone like we're in the same war we're, we, we're just fighting different battles so your battle is different than my battle but we're fighting the same war like you said this is fifth generation of warfare this is unrestricted warfare right. those two chinese generals in 1999 wrote a paper talking about unrestricted warfare wow. how to take down a, how to take down america so we need to realize that we're in a war we're not having tanks roll down the street yet Right. But we need to we need to get active, get engaged and support each other. At the end of the day, bro, you and I, were both Americans I so support your right to be free, whatever you want to say. And I support you as an American.
0: Well, Dan, keep your head up, because I, I sure hope like if things go accordingly, enough people show up, then your battle is just a today issue. Right. And we could essentially let it make it all go away tomorrow. So, you know, not literally tomorrow but but here in the near yeah. future and you know hopefully with that there's a lot of accountability and restructuring and checks and balances uh-huh. put into place to ensure that uh yeah that that there is uh justice for all Amen. um bro i appreciate your time and it would be it would be awesome to stay in touch with you um have uh-huh. other discussions and also do updates regarding your legal battle and in any way, shape or form, like we can help support you, get your message out there. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, g- get- Yeah, you guys can just help share my,
1: share my story because like I said, I didn't start speaking out until uh, August of last year. And the only reason why I did is because I needed to ride to prison. Like I've been fighting this behind the scenes like for over two years now. So like I'm winning, right? And it's not because I'm some intellectual giant or because I'm some pillar of morality. I'm telling the truth. The great thing about the truth is, is, the truth is a linear is a linear weapon in a non-linear environment, right? Mm. So what does that mean? If you tell the truth from day 1 on day 150, day 100, the 365, you won't have to worry. You know why? If you tell the truth, you have nothing to worry about. John 18:32 says many shall know the truth and truth will set, will set you free, right?
0: Mm. I like that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. The other side just keeps changing their stories oh my gosh exactly I i don't even want to go there thank
1: you so much for having me on brother like i said like it was great to meet you at am fest i appreciate everything that you're doing for me and everything you are doing for the j6 community and like you know stay strong brother
0: man i appreciate you um if you want to hang on just for a moment i'll do a quick sign off and we can chat for a minute but uh folks thanks so much for supporting us here uh hearing dan out check out this American Patriot Um, and we'll plug his Twitter. Uh, if you want to know more or even get in touch, uh, let's just show up and do our part. Let's go. God bless you. Yeah. We'll talk to you soon.